Basketball players all around the world struggle to get game results because they don't have the right guidance. At NYC Hoop School, we provide the best basketball education to players, trainers, coaches, and parents because everyone deserves a chance to reach their full potential. My name is Evan Sarakis, and welcome to the NYC Hoop School Podcast. Today we're going to talk about the three main problems with the game of basketball. With these three problems, they're broken down into three different categories. Category 1 will be about the players. Category 2 will be about the trainers and coaches. And Category 3 will be about the parents. Now for everyone, you might think about different problems that there might be with the game. But in our opinion, these are the main problems that if we can fix this, the game would be in so much of a better place. Let's dive right into it. Problem number one with the players. Players do not have a blueprint to achieve their goals. And the example I love talking about is that hardworking player that wakes up every single morning. Let's say they're a 5 a.m. guy. They put in the hard work, but they get no on-court results. We're talking about those type of players. And with those players, they just don't have the blueprint to guide them through their development and reach their full potential. It's an absolute tragedy because those are the kind of players that should be reaching their full potential because they deserve it. You might have been that kind of player and I know for sure I was that kind of player back then. It was always putting in the hard work, grinding every single day, but never getting that on-court result. Now if you are one of those players, I want you to think about a few things that you can add to your development to make sure that you are on track. One, are you in the weight room three to six times a week? Two, what are you doing with your on-court skills? Three, are you getting shooting workouts in every single week? Four, are you going through live situations, whether it's one-on-one, two-on-two, three-on-three, five-on-five? Four, are you watching film every single day? Five, are you reading? Six, What are you doing to build relationships within the industry? It could be with different players. It could be with different trainers, coaches. And seven, are you seeking mentorship? Now, with these different elements I just mentioned, I want you to think about, are you implementing all of these things within your development? You know, we've just covered all the different buckets that you need. Right, Whether it's that weight room, the on-court skills, the shooting workouts, live situations, watching film, reading, building relationships, having a mentor. There's so many different buckets within your development that needs to be filled. And if you find yourself missing one of these buckets or you find that you might be doing a few of them but you're missing a couple, you're lacking elements of your development and you've got to add that in. You see, to us, we try to provide that blueprint to you. We have our NYC Hoop School app. We run our online courses, we do our mentorships, we have our events, our clinics. We do so much within the game to give you a blueprint. But as a player, you now need to take advantage of that, whether it's with NYC Hoop School or with different people around your area. If you could find a blueprint and follow that blueprint, executing it, that's how you're going to be on track with your development, accelerate your improvement, and ultimately reach your full potential. Now let's dive into problem number two. Problem number two is for the coaches and trainers out there. For all of us, we need to realize that 
The fact that there is no prerequisite to become a coach or a trainer is a problem within this industry. Meaning, let's say you just finished college and you say, all right, I want to be a coach. At a snap of a finger, you could become a CYO coach. You can become an AAU coach. And just like that, you are in control of 10 players' dreams of trying to play college basketball or trying to play in the NBA. You need to realize how powerful that is. And if you aren't educated enough to become that coach or become that trainer, you are going to be failing those players in front of you. Now, without being said, there are some great trainers out there and there are some great coaches out there. But what I want to rise here is if someone approached you and said, hey, you need to become certified as a trainer. You need to become certified as a coach. How would you react? I know for me personally, I would say, bring it on. I've got the experience. I've got the knowledge. I'm going to pass this one, two, three, and I'm going to be a certified trainer coach. And you know what? I'm going to be helping the game push forward. For other trainers and coaches out there, would you be down for that? Because to me, if we don't have these certifications, there's constantly going to be brand new trainers coming up and brand new coaches coming up. And there's going to be a lack of information, a lack of knowledge, poor guidance. We're going to continue to fail players. And the example I want to bring up here is this. Let's say you are a coach and you want to become a coach. Do you have an understanding of spacing? Can you build a progression in practice? Do you have an effective practice system? Are you understanding skill transfer? Do you know how to watch film effectively? This is a simple foundation for any coach out there, whether you're a youth coach, college coach, high-level coach. And if you don't understand this, you aren't ready to be a coach yet. How about trainers? There's a ton of people that want to be a trainer out there. Let's say they played, you know, eight years of basketball. They played in high school, played in college. Maybe they played a couple years overseas and they're like, all right, I want to be a trainer now. Well, do you have a player development system? Do you have an organized curriculum? Have you seen results with your programs? What experience do you have? Maybe it's shadowing another trainer. If there's no experience there, you're not ready to take on someone's dreams. With these examples as a coach, as a trainer, we all need to realize that there are prerequisites that are needed. And if we aren't filling those prerequisites, we're not ready yet. And we've got to stop failing our players. We're saying that I want to be a coach, I want to be a trainer, and the intent might be there. But if you don't have that prerequisite and that knowledge, you're going to be failing players. As an industry, we've got to unite and find a way to certify all of us. The last point I want to make with these certifications is the certification will only make us better as an industry. If you're a coach that's going to get certified, well, you're going to be more effective in your practices. You'll be able to learn new concepts. Maybe it's some sets, some schemes, how to watch film better. And you'll have more knowledge that you can bring back to your players. The same thing with a trainer. If you're a trainer that gets certified, well, you're going to be able to accelerate your business growth. You'll understand so much more of how to structure your workouts and get more results that'll ultimately help players more, help your business more. There's going to be so many advantages by having a certification. We just all collectively have to buy into it. Hopefully this could be the seeds that eventually can lead to that certification for all trainers and coaches. Now let's go into problem number three. 
And problem number three is a big one for the parents. This problem is that parents don't understand their role for their kids. For example, let's say you are a parent, you have a youth player. Your role as a player is what? Is it to point the fingers at a coach? Is it to get put them in a situation to be successful? Is it to guide them the right way after games? What is your role? And to us, you need to realize that your role is to guide the kid and support the kid. That is it. If you're the kind of parent who goes to your son or daughter's game and you're the one that's screaming in the stands telling your kid, hey, make this decision instead or hold your elbow in or you're yelling at a kid when they make a mistake, are you playing within your role? Because as a parent, you're either going to be helping the kid or harming the kid. And if you're the parent in the stands that's constantly yelling and screaming, you are harming the kid. Let's say it's another situation where you want to help your kid improve their jump shot. Well, you have no experience as a trainer, unless you are a parent who's a trainer. But let's say you have no training experience and you go to the park, you try to help them with their jump shot. Hey, you know, you've, you've got to bring your elbow in. And make sure you hold your follow through and you're getting up a ton of reps and you're fixing their mechanics. Are you helping your kid doing that? You might think you are. But as a trainer, let me give you a brief overview of what goes into a jump shot transformation. With a jump shot transformation, there is first an evaluation process. Looking at different film from different angles, seeing the problems. And then it's organizing a plan of attack to fix that jump shot. With that plan of attack you could fill in different categories that they need to improve on. Maybe something with their shooting hand, their guide hand, their follow through, their energy transfer, their balance. And as you see what they need to fix, then it's executing a system to fix it. It's doing tons of different drills. Maybe it's the isolation drill, one, two, through, slow to quick. You're working on different balance progressions. You're eventually progressing all of that to live situations. There is a system you need to go through. As a parent, do you have this kind of system in place? Because if you don't, and you don't have that education to help your kid fix their jump shot, you're going to do more harm than good. Notice here how we just gave you two examples. One example was screaming in the stands. Another example was trying to fix something with your son's jump shot. And both of those examples are a parent caring. They want their kid to do well, but they're not filling their role. Like we talked about, your role as a parent is to guide the kid and support the kid. You should be holding them accountable. You should be telling them, hey, you didn't perform in this game. Here's a few positives you had. Here's a few negatives. Here's a few goals for the next game. You're guiding your kid. You're, you're supporting them through their process. You're telling them to take ownership. But you're not victimizing the kid by pointing a finger. You're not screaming at a kid in the game. You're not trying to take over their development process. You're not trying to live through your kid to achieve your dreams. What are you doing? You're guiding them and supporting them. And how can you guide and support them? Well, it's hiring the right trainer if they need one. It's telling them after the games, positives, negatives, and some goals you have. It's allowing your kid to struggle through their process. That's guidance and support. That's you mentoring your child, not doing any harm. Parents, you've got to stay within your role. Now, we just completed these three problems we just talked about. Players don't have a blueprint to follow. There isn't a certification for coaches and trainers. And parents don't understand their role for their kid.
if we can, as an industry, find a way to attack these problems, the game would be in so much of a better place. We could talk about it for hours and hours of how to create a blueprint for a player, the way we can certify coaches and trainers, the way we need to educate parents, and I'm sure one day there'll be a podcast for each one of those. But as an industry, let's collectively do this. Let's take ownership in what we can control. For example, as a player, go all in to find a way to create a blueprint for yourself. Maybe it's finding that trainer. Maybe it's finding that mentor. Maybe it's asking questions with coaches. You need to find a blueprint and follow it. Because now as a player, you're doing everything you can to reach your full potential. As a trainer or a coach, what are you doing now? Well, there isn't a certification out there, but you can dive into education and improve as that trainer or coach. You could spend time every single day the same way players spend time every single day with their games. Players put in their reps on the court, put your education in and your reps as a trainer or coach. The better trainer or coach you are, the better this industry will be. And then as a parent, you've got to be intentional with filling your role. Don't be the parent that tries to take full control and you're always yelling at your kids, you're pointing fingers, you're trying to fix everything with your kid. Just play your role. Tell yourself that I'm going to be supportive. I'm going to put them in a position to be successful. I'm just going to guide them through their process. If you can stay within your role and be a superstar in your role, you're going to help your kids so much more. As an industry, we've got to be better. We've got to dive in and try to fix these problems. Because if we could give players that blueprint, if we could certify the coaches and trainers, and we could educate the parents to fulfill their role, this game would be in so much of a better place. At the end of each podcast, we give you an execution tip. And the execution tip for this podcast is to 10x your actions. If you're a player, 10x your actions with everything you're doing within your development. 10x your actions on the court, 10x your actions in your preparation with your development, 10x your communication, 10x everything you possibly can do to become a better player. Same thing with a coach or a trainer. 10x your actions, 10x the amount of workouts you're doing, 10x the amount of education you can be diving into, 10x the amount of work you're putting into your network, 10x your actions, you will be a better trainer, you will be a better coach, and you'll be serving the industry so much better. And then as a parent, 10x your actions as well to support and guide your kid. It's not 10xing your actions in the amount of yelling you're doing. It's 10xing your actions in saying, let me dive into some more more education so I could guide my kids in the right way. It's 10xing your actions in the research you're doing to finding the right trainer. It's 10xing your actions in reading the right books to guide your kids emotionally the right way as they're developing as a kid. That's 10xing your actions within your role. If as an industry, we could all 10x our actions, we're going to be building and moving this game forward. As long as you know where you want to go as that player, trainer, coach, parent, you have that vision of what you want to do, and you 10x your actions, you'll be better. And in doing that, the industry will be better. Let's all lock in as an industry to serve our players better because everyone deserves to reach their full potential. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. As always, stay driven by results. Follow us on all platforms, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Subscribe to this podcast, all platforms at NYC Hoop School. And I look forward to seeing you in the next one.